Hello and welcome to Forte Ego episode 19. Um, this one is going to be called the TikTokization of uh, mindfulness. What the fuck does that mean? Well, let me explain. Um, let's fade that out. Hey, so the yeah, what I want to—it's uh, interesting. I've maybe I've noticed this just because you know I've because of the way I use Instagram and the hashtags have entered now the algorithm is just like he wants to know all about mindfulness so I just get served up hundreds of videos all the time but if if you are interested in that space I and and more broadly I think mental health generally I I think there's something a bit sinister taking a hold of that space um on social media which of course you know I mean the, the easy solution is just to not get off it's like there's a huge problem with this thing i use all the time it's like well stop using it then um but it's just i i do i do worry about it like so i i always i'm very interested in in watching what sort of pathologies emerge on diff on on the different social media apps um whether it's increased arguing increased susceptibility to misinformation um and what another one of them is just like the increased sort of i don't know gimmicking co- co-opting things while actually secretly drawing attention to yourself i i did um i just did i did a sketch uh, a couple of years ago where there's like these two instagram influencers who use um like core good causes to they pretend that they're promoting the causes but really it's an excuse for them to look hot on instagram um which i've i've noticed and it's it's tricky to talk about because it, it, it invariably invariably or inevitably involves um sort of women and how they present themselves so there is a there is a danger in wandering into this as a subject matter. Um, and so I, d- I am articulating these thoughts as I'm thinking them, um, partly in the hope of someone possibly hearing this and proving me wrong or, or telling me where I've put my foot wrong. But I feel like I'm right, but I'm, I also feel trepidatious in, in wandering into this space because it's I'm potentially I have blind spots that, well, being blind spots, I don't know that I have. Um, but we will, we will progress in the spirit of, um, meaningful conversation anyway, and hope that I get it right. But, you know, I, you know, I, I noticed say, for example, with Kim Kardashian and Emily, uh, Radijkowski, for example, they did that famous post where they're like standing topless in front of a mirror and it's like hashtag empowered or whatever. And that if in the best faith possible i can imagine how a woman let's just take it away from those two mega famous attention-seeking women for a second but i can see how a woman posing either semi-nude or nude on instagram and going this is so freeing being in control of my body and choosing when i'm seeing 
naked and it's about me enjoying my body rather than it being there for men to enjoy or what you know all those i can see how that could be truthful and genuine but when you've got a brand to promote and your body also happens to be you happy to be lucky enough to have what's regarded to be a you know conventionally attractive body that's also been surgically augmented <laughs> um i i just see things like that and go well it's a you're not really empowering women there you're empowering yourself and your brand like it helps you're drawing you're pretending to want to empower people so that the spotlight momentarily moves over to you uh because that helps you shift more units of whatever fucking cosmetics you're trying to sell today or your clothing brand um but I, I look at it and go, well, it's empowering to you and it's empowering to, I suppose it's empowering to women who happen to look like you. It's not particularly empowering to a 70-year-old woman who's now been sort of discarded by society because she's no longer regarded to be conventionally attractive. Um, and, you know, we live in a society that's obsessed with youth um, and fetishizes young women um and looking you know perpetually youthful and hot and as soon as you get a wrinkle you've got to get rid of it and i don't see how what you've just done as subverting any of that in fact all i can see you've done there is bolster all of those sort of pathologies that have gripped and have always gripped society like there's nothing you know, 700 years ago, it was, oh, the fair maiden, look at her. She's ripe to produce child. Like, you know, sort of all that sort of wed them off when they're 14 and, you know, oh, childbearing hips. Like, there's not that much different from that to now with, oh, yeah, look at Kim Kardashian's ass with a champagne bottle on it. Whoa. There's not, it's still just like you're young and beautiful. Um, and that's an energy, that's a well that you have just drawn from yet again in in that famous photograph. Um, saying it's about empowerment, but really it's, I think it's, I don't know who you've empowered apart from A, yourself, and B, any other woman who is quote unquote lucky enough to look like you. I don't think it's empowering to old women um, and I don't think it's empowering to over women who would be regarded as overweight or, you know, um, have burn marks or, you know, missing a limb. Like I don't, you know, I think you've just empowered, you've just fed the beast, I think. Um, but that's, that's, that's a classic example, I think, or, an, or a now classic example of people co-opting a, a message in order to really just promote themselves and it's an interesting example of in in trying to promote something positive or pretending to promote something positive you've also fed an energy source that is counter to to the 
to that positive message. So in saying you're about empowerment, really what you've done is shown two extremely well-off, attractive women who've probably spent two hours in makeup. Their makeup team's probably just off to the left of that photograph, you know, and it's been edited and by a professional team. Um, in saying you're about empowerment, really you've just reiterated that hot women rise to the top and this is what you need to look like to succeed um, or something. I could be wrong about that, but I feel like that's that's the uh, incidental or accidental communication of that message. I don't think they intended or intend to uh, maintain the status quo and perpetuate a sort of a male gaze dominated paradigm. But that is, I feel like that's what you've incidentally sort of contributed to while pretending it's about something else. But anyway, that's that's just an example of how the internet makes it very, very easy for people to say they are on the side of good and promoting good and they're in it for the right reasons when really it's the ego that's at play and it's actually secretly about yourself and promoting your own space. And that's... And, and nothing is... is there's nothing that isn't susceptible to that corruption. Like every cause, you know, this is partly why the internet is rife with people constantly uh, talking about their values uh, and saying, oh, I believe in the cause and I believe in this and I think this is wrong and I think that's wrong and I think that's disgusting and I'm outraged by this because by, you know, va values also have become um, commodified because it's, you know, by saying that you profoundly disagree with this evil thing that you look really great. And again, there's people doing that genuinely. Um, probably most people are doing that genuinely. But there's also a lot of people just... People probably thinking they're doing it genuinely, but have been conned by their ego, you know, that that Faustian pact has been made where they're like... You don't actually realize you're doing it because it makes you feel good about yourself. You think you are contributing to the cause, but you're actually a puppet. You're being puppeteered by by your ego. So I, th I think, you know, Web 2.0, um, you know, social media, micro, the microblogging phenomenon that kicked off in, what, early 2000s, I think Web 2.0 is like the one ring. You know, I just don't, I don't think there's any way to wield it where it won't eventually take something from you or take something from the good thing that you think you're promoting. You know, it's, I can just imagine, you know... Um, <laughs> of course, I would wield social media through a desire to do good. But through me, it could wield a power too terrible to imagine. You know, I feel like it's like that, you know. Um, but to, to mindfulness then and mental health, I've noticed, um, I've just noticed like a sort of TikTokization of that space and, and other spaces, environmentalism, um, vegetarianism, um, lots of like just positive causes. And... So by TikTokization, first of all, I suppose we should I should explain that a little bit. We're, like I've I, I've always kind of kept a 
close eye on social media apps and what they do to people and the sort of fascinating pathologies they um, you know, foist on people. So instantly 200 million, 500 million, a billion people seem to have developed the exact same psychosis at the same time. New TikTok trend has people, you know, doing the cinnamon challenge or whatever. It's like, stop calling it a challenge. Call it like a mass psychosis. 200 million people are all putting chili powder in their eyeballs. Yeah, well, that's that's not a challenge or a craze. It's, it's just a, it's a weird societal psychotic tick <laughs> just because it's backed. If people did that, if you subtracted the app from that situation, you'd call those people mad. Right, if you if you were if you walked into Sydney, if I walked into Sydney today, or, or you know, if, if you got off a tube train in London and came out of the tube station and rose to the surface level, came out onto the you saw and everyone on the street was just rubbing chili powder into their eyeballs. You'd be all oh, right, okay. Um, everyone's gone mad. You know, I saw one the other day where people were like, "What, what was it? They were cooking chicken in." like blue mouthwash or something. It's the mouthwash challenge, the chicken, the blue chicken challenge. And like, and then the eating, I was like, I'm not sure that's healthy. You know, but again, it's like if, if, if you went into like a football stadium with a capacity of 20,000 people and they were all just trying to cook blue chicken and then eating it, like mouthwash flavored chicken, you would sort of be worried, wouldn't you, that you'd sort of gone into an alternate dimension or that you'd cover your mouth, wouldn't you, and for fear that it was some sort of airborne virus. Like, oh, fucking hell, I don't get the blue chicken virus. But I'm always fascinated by what takes off on these apps, you know, arguing on Twitter, lack of empathy on Twitter, body dysmorphia on Instagram <laughs> and fake cancer cures and all that sort of stuff, wellness. And on TikTok, like, quirky, weird crazes and dances and remixing each other's videos and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, there's, I mean, the, the classic one on TikTok, and which has bled across the Instagram reels, is like, you know, pointing to different corners on the screen and then different text prompts pop up. And I noticed that happening on, like, there's, there's certain accounts on Instagram that are mindfulness-focused. And, again, I can't blame them for um, adopting a visual language that they hope will appeal to a new audience. But I just think in a, in adopting that visual language, are you in fact, um, are you in fact drawing from a well that you shouldn't be drawing from? Oh, go away, phone. Come on. Um, and by that I mean like, you know, so you, you think you think you're contributing something positive, but again, you're drawing from a well that ultimately will come and bite you in the bum. So, you know, I've noticed like meditation accounts and mindfulness accounts where it's like people doing a dance and it's like my ego when I'm blah, 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 pointing to the top right, but my ego when I'm meditating, pointing to the top left with text and then bottom left, bottom right. And invariably what, what these videos seem to involve is again a conventionally attractive woman in like go away sorry i keep getting phone calls how do i silence this i've got a as you may know i got a dumb phone 
the other day and there we go, popped it on silent. I got a dumb phone the other day and I don't know how to use it properly so it keeps vibrating. Anyway, I've turned it off now. Um, but yes, these sort of TikTok accounts or these sort of trends where it's a conventionally attractive person in active wear, you know, not not baggy, comfortable clothes, not like a sweater and like looking a bit daggy, but like with perfect like photo shoot ready makeup on and, you know, um, some sort of top and shot from a high angle looking down at their top. So there's a bit of like cleavage going on and and often doing some like yoga pose where the emphasis seems to be on the buttocks. And I, you know, and there's a, there's a caption underneath it saying, have you done your mindfulness today? Or have you, you know, have you found your inner peace today? And I'm just looking at that and I'm going, I feel like you've realized that mindfulness and mental health is a big area. I feel like this is just an extension of or an evolution of the wellness sort of Bell Gibson, oh, I cured my cancer with by eating nothing but almonds and here's my new cookbook from like, what was it, 10 years ago, five years ago. And it's now wandered from bodily health, or not wandered because it's still in bodily health, but it's extended its reach. The internet has extended its grubby little fingers into spirituality and mindfulness and so there's just i'm looking at that and going how much of this is about you genuinely wanting to spread mindfulness and how and spirituality and, and eastern thought and how much of this is about you like wanting more followers and using whatever message it is that's required to draw attention to the fact that you're really hot. (laughs) Like, I just, I don't, I can't, I wonder, can you pass the two things? I mean, are they, are they genuine? Is it like, do they wake up that morning going, oh, I wish I didn't have to look really beautiful, but if it helps spread mindfulness, I'll do it. Is that really, or is it the other way around? It's like, I know there's a captive market. There's a lot of gullible people who are a bit lost online searching for meaning. And if I serve them up a bit of like incidental, like it's because they really do. A lot of these accounts do just pay like the smallest tribute, the bare minimum to the mental health aspect. Like a lot of them really are just a photograph of someone's ass. And then underneath, it's like, don't forget, don't forget to, you know, breathe deep today, everyone. It's like, what, breathe deep, what, through my anus? Like, what, what is this? This seems to be, rather than saying, I want you to look at my my beautiful sculpted form, so here it is, rather than just being honest about it, <laughs> by putting this spiritual buffer 
between yourself and the truth, you're kind of making it okay to be massively egotistical. Um, and again, I, I don't ascribe any like malice there because I think, again, I, I, I just think capitalism has done its number on us. And I think a lot of people don't realize deep down why they're doing the things they're doing. Um, and so you find yourself in these situations putting that content out there, uh, sort of probably 80% convincing yourself you are actually doing it for the right reasons. But really we're just being puppeteered by our egos. Um, and I, I just wonder, you know, it's, my, mindfulness to me looks like someone who's dedicated themselves to the practice passing that knowledge on and spreading it through their actions and be trying to be just calm and lovely um i don't i don't see it. i guess i guess once you borrow the vis from the visual language of the internet can is it possible to do good like especially when ego is involved and because the whole the whole purpose, right? The whole purpose of mindfulness, um, meditation, and if you're interested, I guess Buddhism. But not that those things have to go together. You can just be interested in mindfulness as a in the same way as you might be interested in going to a gym. Like it doesn't have to have any sort of spiritual attachment to it. it is It is actually a just a good sort of exercise. Um, but nevertheless, Buddhism or no, the, the, one of the great benefits of mindfulness is, is generating that sense of connection with other people, dropping your ego a bit and just being present. The, the, the problem with the visual language of the internet is that it does the exact opposite. Um, so as soon as you see a conventionally attractive person, male or female, I mean, again, all the, all the men on... Um, all the men on the doing the mindfulness stuff, they're all like ripped, muscly dudes with chiseled everything, you know, and usually in a very well presented, um, you know, living space. You know, can can you promote? Is is it possible, feasible, or wise to promote something or pretend to promote something that's about? Um, dropping your ego while simultaneously borrowing a visual language that does the exact opposite, which is like, I look at these people and I immediately am aware of myself. I'm like, oh, I don't have a six pack. Or, you know, I'm sure if you were, uh, I, just, I just wonder how, in like, again, going back to that Kim Kardashian photograph, like uh, she says she's empowering people, but if I were a 75 year old woman looking at that, I'd be going, well, thanks, love. Yeah, thanks for just f further pushing me to the fringes by making people painfully aware of how hot you are and what a woman, a famous woman is supposed to look like. And similarly, if, if I were mentally unwell or looking for some reassurance, um, looking to drop my ego a bit, um, just look searching for some meaning, if you're then being presented by a, sort of a visual language and a visual world and a and a sort of a framework that's extremely materialist, 
like good looking, good makeup, lovely living room. Look at that, you know, shelf behind you that's put, got all these ornaments on it and cute fairy lights. Um, I'm not that. Suddenly, it's, you know, it, I, to me, it's like serving up nutritious food in, I don't know, on a on crockery that's forged out of depleted uranium, you know, like, so I get that what's on the plate is good for me, but the the manner in which you're serving it is counter to my health. I think that's, that. I think the delivery mechanism will, is at odds with the, the outcome you're hoping to achieve. And because of that, because the delivery mechanism is is so at odds with what you're trying or pretending to want to promote, I wonder if it's genuine. I can't, I can't uh, get, I can't um, dismiss the possibility, having seen over the internet over the past twenty years how every single issue and cause and good cause and movement and whatever has bad um what's the phrase i'm looking for just as it has been co-opted you know you see brands co-opting civil rights movements and um environmentalism and, and feminism and you know you know that the reason they're doing that is because they know their customers they don't think those values are worth promoting in of themselves you know nike isn't feminist okay nike's capitalist and what they know they don't believe feminism is worth promoting they believe that their customers think feminism is worth promoting and so they've decided to promote it because they know that, that this new generation of people um fortunately this isn't a, a bad thing at all but the net, you know, the, each success, uh, successive generation is more values focused and more progressive because, th- thankfully, that tends to be the way that society moves. Right, it gen- generally moves in the right direction, and people become more progressive. Well, if those are your customers, if your customers are becoming more progressive, you speak in a way that appeals to them. But uh, Nike itself doesn't care about fem- feminism. Partly because Nike isn't a thing. It's an abstract concept. It can't care. It doesn't care about anything. Nike just cares about existing as a company and making money. Um, but, I, you know, every, every, companies in the past have polluted the planet if the cost of polluting and paying the fines is cheaper than the cost of doing things in an environmentally responsible way. I mean, everything just becomes a cost, a, a cost-benefit decision. So, but as soon as your customers start boycotting you because you're not environmental, well, then you're like, oh, well, now we've got to do something about it. But when nobody cared, neither did we. Um, so companies don't care. But you, you know, so we've there's a everything has been and can be co-opted by, you know ulterior motives and and um, forces that we we don't like to admit so when it comes to mental health and, and mindfulness seeing those things promoted 
in this like new, very ego riddled, TikTok-y, look at me, look at my body, look at my awesome house. Um, I just go, yeah, the, the delivery mechanism, because the delivery mechanism is so at odds with the message, I cannot discount the possibility that this isn't genuine. And even if it is genuine, I'm not sure it's, it's still not, I still don't think it's helpful. I don't know how helpful it is to see Buddhism promoted by someone who, you know, looks like they've just walked out of a fashion shoot or out of a, you know, some active wear fitspo sort of (laughs) twerking. Like, can you, can you promote Buddhism while twerking? Um, I feel like those two things are sort of at odds with each other because one is, because one of those two things is very like body image, ego, gratification focused, isn't it? So it's it's odd to me that that is, and obviously oh, that's an exaggeration about <laughs> Buddhism promoted with twerking, but there's a visual language that to me has swept Instagram and TikTok, this sort of like fetishization of the 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 fit and healthy female body um in like shrink wrapped cling film <laughs> essentially some of the clothes and i just don't know and I, I, this isn't I, and i don't want this this, this isn't like slut shaming i'm so like do that of course like take photographs of yourself doing whatever you want that's fine but to to say to to sort of do that and try and say that you don't know that that's what you're doing while also promoting images while also promoting buddhism or mindfulness to me just seems disingenuous and i think it's you know in the same way that um you know none of the women promoting like green smoothies are genuinely interested in green smoothies they're actually interested in gaining more followers as as is everyone on Instagram, by the way. This is so. Let's not make this. Women on Instagram just want followers. Everyone on Instagram wants followers. Everyone on Twitter wants followers. So I mean, let's you know. I'm not picking on this as if it's the only problem online, uh, but it's just a it's a problem within an area that I'm interested in, which happens to be mindfulness. Hence, why I'm focusing on it. But there are, obviously there are two million problems going on on Instagram every single day. This is just one particular pathology that i'm interested in but you know i think you know in the same way that yeah women and men who are holding a green smoothie aren't actually interested in your health okay they're a living flesh ad at that point they've been paid to do a promoted post um and they're as interested in that green smoothie as they are the furniture behind them like what they're interested in is getting more followers and you get more followers by looking hot. I mean, that's, it's not, there's not, I mean, it's so, it's so, such a truism that the only other way to get followers is by satirizing people trying to look hot. Now, why, so why would we find that funny if we weren't all aware that that's what's going on? You know, I mean, that's, that's what annoys me as well. They're not trying to da, 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 da. It's like, well, well then why do parody accounts of that work? Like, we all know it's happening. 
So, and it's all just in part of the, you know, social conscious. It's all part of like the, the, the public consciousness now. We all know that this is what's happening. That's why we find parody accounts of, you know, people trying to look sexy on Instagram funny because it's such a trope now. Um, so don't try and tell me that that's not what's going on. Um, but yeah, I think in the same way that hot people, male or female, promoting a green smoothie or promoting some diet plan, um, in the same way that, that they're actually not interested in your health, they're just interested in themselves earning lots of money by looking conventionally attractive. I think, you know, these these people aren't interested in mindfulness. I just think they they found another thing that helps funnel attention to themselves without having to say, I'm trying to, I want your attention on me. But this is what Twitter and Instagram and Facebook do. They, they fan the flames of ego. And we will find any way to to draw attention to ourselves because that's it's something we've you know this is the pandora's box we've opened like before with web 1.0 that was a passive experience wasn't it it was the internet was essentially an, an encyclopedia that was just a bit more fancy and you could search it you know but with web 2.0 suddenly we were able to broadcast we were able to put our content online and that's had a whole cavalcade of, you know, f- follow-on problems from there on in. I mean, misinformation being one of them because now anyone can put information on the internet. It's not vetted by an editor or a standards and practices person at the New York Times or whatever. Any, you know, misinformation is one of those problems. Um, lack of empathy is another problem because we're interacting with millions of people every day and we're not face-to-face. Another one of them is ego. And wanting attention for ourselves uh, in any way possible, um, and so they're, they're, there's this thing of just wanting to, yeah. How can I funnel attention to myself? What's the latest fad craze? What are people interested in? And how can I capitalize on that uh, in in such a way that boosts my online presence and and gets more eyeballs on me because I like it. Um, and mindfulness is one of those ways. So I've just noticed this sort of the prevalence of this visual language creeping into the uh, mindfulness space that, again, like I said, is a seems to be like a, a very natural progression from the physical health space from of, of the days of yore, you know, 10 years ago. Um, you know, boost your immune system, get fit, shred, lose weight, blah, 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 you know, follow this diet, here's my diet plan. Um, you know, again, photographs of your ass, followed by, have you done your 10 squats today or have you achieved your best today? Get out there, do 10Ks. You know, photograph of you stretching before a run that happens to just, <laughs> again, I mean, it feels pervy to point this out, but I also, I'm tired of pretending it's not what's going on. Like, we all know what's going on, right? <laughs> And just feel like there's like this mass secret. So you know that photograph where the dude is stretching and he looks really hot? Or you know the photograph where the woman is stretching in her, you know, in her, in her skin-tight clothing and she, she's bending over and you happen to be able to see her cleavage and it's 
you know, hashtag, you know, um, conquer your goals Monday. And it's like, we, d- d- we, we, we all know what's going on there, right? <laughs> like sort of, I'm t- it's this weird sort of like mass secret that we're not allowed to, it seems weird that you're not allowed to point it out. But it is what's going on. Um, and while I can, I can, while I can see the through line from physical fitness to presenting yourself in a conventionally attractive way, even, but even then I think that's not great um, because there are lots of people who, you know, struggle with their weight and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, it's, I think it's better to promote being happy. But anyway, um, in, it, I can see the through line from physical fitness to presenting yourself as a physical entity on Instagram less so with spirituality but the whole point is that don't focus on looking hot or looking great or worrying what people think about you or worrying how you look or trying to get social approval from others or getting sucked into the social comparison economy where it's like oh they they've got bigger lips than me or tighter thighs or a nicer ass or a this or a that like whole point of spirituality is to be content with whoever or and whatever you are and however you look and so i can see less of a through line from the visual language of the fitspo movement to mindfulness than i can from you know just normal fitness you know but you know it's just like why not show me you meditating or doing these funny like this is my ego on this and like tiktok dance with the text prompts and stuff why aren't you doing that in just a baggy jumper or an anorak? Why is it these dances have and trends have to involve hot people or hot young couple? It just is you, it's ego and it's it's a it's a it's a game, you know. It's not you're not actually these people aren't actually interested in mindfulness, I don't think. They've seen mindfulness as a market that they can expand into. Um, and the great thing about it is you can deny all, what is it? <laughs> deny all knowledge. Um, plausible deniability, right? Is at least with mindfulness you can go, yeah, but I was presenting a spiritual message. I'm not interested in my how awesome I look. It's like there's a sort of um, get out of jail free card there. But I think you're taking advantage of, there's a lot of people on Instagram searching for meaning. I mean, that's how the Belle Gibsons of the world, if you, and if, I don't know if you remember the case of Belle Gibson, but she, she had like a cancer story and then she cured herself and, um, and she followed this diet and she sold a cookbook on how she cured herself or something and she, earned, and she released an app and it turns out she never had cancer. Um, you know, there's a lot of vulnerable people out there searching for meaning, purpose, um, and I think the best, you know, we need to provide that to them properly and to take advantage of that just to promote your Instagram account that, you know, 50% of it's about mindfulness but 50% of it's about, like, the jewellery you're selling or the the new line of fucking crystals or something or your new active wear brand or your makeup that's environmentally friendly. I just just found this new bamboo paste uh, face mask, environmentally friendly, no palm oil, really helps with my spiritual practice. Bullshit. 
you're a con artist. You're a fucking quack. You're a hot quack. <laughs> and I just think, and I just observe this, and I'm just like, again, I'm, I don't, I don't mind saying this stuff, but I feel like there's this assumed code of conduct that we're not allowed to point out. You do realize these people are deliberately looking hot, right? Am I the only guys? Anyone? Am I? <laughs> I'm the only person who's noticed this. Like, it's just like assume that you're not allowed to comment on it. Um, but again, because the the tricky thing is because it involves bodies, right? You then to comment on it, you do wander into the territory of like policing people. Or are you trying to police women's bodies? It's like, well, no. Um, I'm just trying to police um, genuineness and pleading for a lack of dis disingenuousness. That's what I'm interested in. I do whatever you want. But just, I, I again, I think the delivery mechanism is so at odds with the message that I can't discount the possibility that it's, that it's not genuinely meant. meant. Um, or even, possibly worse still, that it is genuinely meant but that we're so far down the rabbit hole of ego and self-promotion on social media now that we're not we don't even notice that that's what we're doing that it's so normal normal now to put yourself out there as a physical sexual attractive being that that's so ingrained now that um we don't even notice that that's what we're doing then of course there's the you know the slightly the the sub uh, the subset of problems that comes also with promoting mindfulness uh, through social media and apps and and Twitter at all or Instagram. I mean, there's there are positives, which is that obviously you're reaching more people and more people are online now, and so reaching them in that way might be helping to spread to spread mindfulness to more markets and more people who might not before have um, thought about it. But you are still getting people to engage with your phone and they are still clicking like and they are still getting the dopamine hits. And um, and again, like I said, they're so awash. In, we're also awash now in that visual language of Instagram, of the Fitspo stuff and whatever, um, that you are also just filling their brain up with imagery and frameworks that aren't helpful. Um, so, yeah, I just, I just, yeah. In conclusion, I just, um, I do wonder about the utility of uh, trying to spread mindfulness through contemporary techniques. Um, and if you're listening to this and you're interested in mindfulness... I would, you know, I would just do the work, do the, do it the boring way, because unfortunately, I think that's probably the right way, which is, you know, read a lot. You know, you can't go, oh, I want to be mindful and more present. I'm going to follow this meditation, meditation uh, Monday account every Monday. They, put, I just don't think that's actually doing the work. I think that's sort of tokenistic, and again, it's fee you're eating a healthy meal off a depleted uranium plate. Like the thing, the content and the meaning of it might be uh, good and well-meaning, 
Um, but the delivery mechanism ultimately is at odds with the thing you're trying to achieve. So, you know, you're trying to eat a healthy, nutritious meal off something radioactive. You know, you're trying to consume mindfulness off an app that warps your brain um, and makes you, I think, more... I think the net amount of ego, if you go on to Instagram or TikTok searching for mindfulness even though consciously you might have consumed messages and phrases and words that are that promote spirituality i think the way it's presented to you is such that subconsciously you're the, the net benefits probably negative i think you probably come away from that interaction more egotistical more aware of your body uh, more stimulated less present um than you would have you know, if you just stared at a tree for 20 minutes. And again, I think this is the problem with this. This is the sort of Faustian pact of the, well, not the Faustian pact, but the, the, the fake promise of the internet is that it promises to make everything easier and more accessible and faster and quicker. And there's always some quick fix. And I think with mindfulness and mental health, unfortunately, you know, you can go on to Twitter and Instagram hoping for, you know, the, you know, an easier way to become meditative or whatever. And there are good apps, you know. There are good apps specifically designed for mindfulness and all that sort of stuff. So it, I'm not saying that technology is totally uh, counter to mental health or meditation and mindfulness. But... I'd say social media, I just think it's, again, it's the one ring. You think you might be using it for the right reasons, but it'll just get you eventually. And there's a slow hemorrhaging of the soul that you don't notice. Like, you know, Gandalf might might want think he could use the ring for good, but over the decades and the centuries, he would slowly just turn into a wraith, you know. It's the same thing. Um, but that's the fake promise of the internet is this convenience and, oh, look, I, at my fingertips. But I think mindfulness mindfulness isn't something that can be technologified, you know. It is, unfortunately, the long, slow, hard work of staring at a tree and breathing for 40 minutes, you know. Um I mean that's that's the that's another giveaway. That's a, that's another big giveaway, isn't it? That you know all the stories of people becoming awakened or enlightened or not fully enlightened but on their way to enlightenment and just becoming more conscious aware present people. It 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 always comes from the, the anecdotes are always, you know, I spent 3 years in a forest, you know, I spent or I spent 2 hours meditating and I suddenly felt xyz you know whereas what's the governing principle of tiktok and instagram short snappy now quick you know well those governing dynamics those governing principles those, those operating principles are the operating principles of, of speed quick fix again ego gratification you know no one's releasing tiktok videos that are nine hours long because <laughs> it wouldn't go it wouldn't go viral, right? So immediately, before you've even started recording, 
you're already buying into a paradigm that is at odds with what's required to generate the outcome that you're either genuinely or pretending to want to to manifest in people. You know, you're already buying into a quick fix paradigm. And who wants quick fixes? Egos want quick fixes because they want, num, 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 num. you know, you know, it's the sweet tooth. It's a digital sweet tooth. Um, but unfortunately, the work is long and the work is slow. Um, it's not, so if, if you're wanting to improve your mental health, I just think social media is the wrong it's the wrong way to go and it won't uh it just won't give you the thing that you th you want it to and again i can't discount the possibility that we're helping prop up sort of egomaniacs and people who are profiting from vulnerable people searching for meaning just so that they can promote their new brand of sweatpants or sports bras or fucking whatever you know uh, we just can't discount that. So um, it's long, it's long, slow work. I, I myself am looking at starting a course in meditation and mindfulness teaching. Um, you know, and it's like it's like two years long that I'm going to have to do in my free time for a few hours, for like 10, 10 to twenty hours a week. You know, it's it's and. When I, once I've done that, I'm not going to go out and make TikTok videos. I'm going to teach people one-to-one -one. Uh, because that's the way, right? This is the way. Um, I think that's how you do it. I don't think you can disseminate mindfulness while bouncing up and down <laughs> in lycra. I just, I just think that is, that is the Kim Kardashian dashianification of mindfulness um it's like you know it's, it's weird how it's weird how feminism and environmentalness environmentalism and mindfulness and um being in support of same marriage equality it's weird how they can all look like the same person isn't it they all look like someone doing the splits in front of a camera like how come they've all how can they can or <laughs> You know, pose, posting a photograph of their nude silhouette against the sunrise. Isn't that weird how every, all issues can be co-opted by that? <laughs> that, to me, tells you something is afoot. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm considering going into um, doing that as a course on the side because as much as I love comedy and writing and satire um, well one it doesn't pay the bills and if I am going to pay the bills I want it to be by doing something meaningful uh, that helps people I don't think anyway I don't think yeah I don't think short and snappy is the way to do it he says uh, and this this podcast episode proof of the pudding it's now what are we at now 51 minutes there you go I'm like an ant, aren't I? I don't think anything is worth saying unless it takes a very long time to say. That's me. I am an ant. Ants would... 
Ence would be fucking shit at TikTok. Here is my 40-year dance that I've choreographed with my friends. A one, two, three. Boom, 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 boom. And then it's just a 40-year video of Ents telling you to fucking eat more almonds. <laughs> it's good for your chakras, guys. Um, so there you go. I hope you've enjoyed this little run. And again, I'm I look, I I'm just confused. I'm just I, I I wonder at what point empowerment is genuine and at what point we've wandered into a sort of a commodified visual language where the participants are not even conscious of the fact that they have been co-opted by capitalism um, and think they're doing it for, for genuine reasons but have actually been so subsumed into the ego <laughs> uh, economy and the sort of the, ma the matrix <laughs> that they don't realise that they're in a gooey pod of um, exploited uh, sexualization against their own will without even realizing it. Um, I just, I just think if I wanted to promote promote mindfulness, I, I would feel odd if my brain told me, right, all right, so set up the camera right now. Uh, where's your your most effective push up bra? Where is it? Where's the great? Okay, now we're ready to go. I just. I'd, if that step was in my thought process, I'd be like, hang on, something's afoot here. Why do I feel the need to look great on camera? Um, something's gone awry. Why aren't I just wearing my dressing gown and some fucking slippers and that ugly jumper with the stains on it? You know, it's like, why, why would that be a problem? Why would that be wrong? Why is that, why can that not be seen on the internet? Um, Anyway, I'm, I've been waffling long enough. Um, thoughts? What do you think? Have you seen these videos of sexy couples telling you to meditate? <laughs> and then just abandon the material world, guys. But also, here's my new line of lip balm. Hmm, something strange here. Uh, I think the, yes, the sexiness of the internet will co-opt us all and commodify all things. So just be wary of it. And, um, yeah, do the long, slow work. Stare at a tree for four hours will get you a lot further than 20 seconds taking advice from someone jump cutting all over the place while text prompts pop up in different corners of the screen trying to tell you about um, the noble eightfold path in six seconds it's just my thoughts um, anyway there you go I will keep you updated on my progress uh, as to the whole mindfulness meditation teaching thing as well I think I'm hoping to kick that off in the next uh, few weeks which is nice um, alright much love to you all um, I am going to leave you there. As always, uh, comments welcome. There is a Patreon. There are now only two tiers on Patreon. So uh, for one of those, you will get access to everything. 
I used to have really, really expensive tears and then realised I can't sustain that. So I can't promise I'll, I'll film a movie just for because one person is paying 30 bucks a month. I can't do that. So you get access to everything uh, for less now, which is great. Anyway, Patreon support if you can. Discuss, thoughts. Thank you.